This is Patrick Sertan. When you need a heating and plumbing company that will take it to the house, call Fix It 24-7. They'll strip your furnace of grime and intercept all the dirt, the primary killer of furnaces. Plus, if you need a new furnace, they have great financing options with no payments or interest for six months. Fix It 24-7 offers full coverage on all your heating, plumbing, and electrical needs. Go to FixMyHome.com. When your house is in trouble, Fix It 24-7. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Byrne. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man who is very excited by the fact that very soon he can throw away all of his lightning chargers, one Chris <laughs> Domingo. Chris Domingo, how are you doing, as we always say during the pandemic, this air quote, Saturday morning, sir? I really don't mean to, like, put your activity out there. Yes. But... I, we follow each other on Twitter as as, as 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 we have for like a long time. And I saw you liked an article that said that. I was like, this man, this man liked an article about lightning. Like I don't know, like like I was like I was like, this dude is really Apple is his AEW to me. And like I don't know, like lightning charges is 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 Eddie is is, is the Eddie Kingston of yeah. charging devices. I know you're upset. When you need to, well, maybe you're not upset because you have every Apple product under the sun. So you probably have seven lightning chargers laying around. But sometimes when I want to charge my, because I have an iPad, I'm not going to lie. I, I pulled this out there, full disclosure. I have an you iPad. You have an iPad? I have an iPad. <laughs> and, no, and you have a MacBook. So, have a MacBook. so can, can you explain why you went to the, because iPads roll. They do. Like, I don't know. They're, they're infinitely better than any other tablet on the market. It's not even like a fanboy saying it. It's, like every review has said like by leaps and bounds for everything the ipad is better than any other tablet but there's something that's not letting you come to to be the third man or no like the three millionth man of like of of the of of app iphone nwl why no 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 there's one see i am very Steve Borden-esque when it comes to making that final leap <laughs> to the dark side. Yeah, I will. I will go to TNA. This is. I, I'm basically in TNA right now. Yeah. I, I, I am TNA sting right now. I am not going full sting until the very last moment. No, the only reason, and again, for those who don't know, Chris's team, uh, I have a team. I should say iOS. I should say, and I am team Android. And we have had this debate for years and years and years. I have stopped even trying to convince the man that android is the way to go and we're just kind of on our separate turfs and that's fine everything is everything is cool i just again i'm just so used to the phone android ecosystem the google android ecosystem as terms in terms of the phone that again it would take a lot for me to kind of go away from that that's the, oh no, just, uh, just no 10 12 years of this is like I'm just oh no i have no like can i joke with you but i absolutely get it like i don't know i couldn't imagine like i don't know if someone said like I don't know. Like the czar of the world said, like anyone whose name starts with D cannot own an iPhone. One, I'd probably cry for like days, and then I would be like, okay, which which one of these crap phones am I gonna buy? <laughs> and I would like like just stare at it for like a week and be like, right. what? Why? Why can't I um, uh, show Control Center? Why can't I like I don't know like why can't I see why my eye what how much are my AirPods per like I don't know like mm-hmm. no but like no it, it really is like I don't know because no and it's funny because I think I might be in a friend circle between like all my friends like I don't know like the 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 nineteen and a half of them like I don't know that have more Androids than really? iPhones I'm not kidding my fantasy football league team. I think it's six to six to four, Android. Really? See, I, yes. I, I am the only person. It's probably why they like you so much. So, like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy's a man of his. He, he's a man of honor. It's not. Um, he's not caving into the no. to the mag safe to, to the T to T mag safe. <laughs> you know, it's, no, it's weird because again, because because the me in, in my circle, it's at least eighty twenty Apple Apple to Android. It's my, it might even be ninety ten. 
of people who people I, I regularly talk to and people because people always talk about the green text bubble yes. or whatever like that. It's like whatever. No. Like I am the outcast. So so I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda surprised that see I, I do I liked your crew, man. I mean I didn't crew with, with <laughs> No you, no but to be honest, I think a lot of people, if they wanted like I don't know, the whole bubble aspect of it, don't just have your group messaging on Twitter because you get that you get that instantaneous, yo, he ain't ignoring me. Like, right. I don't know, because cause I think with, like, I don't know, because, like, people don't like the impression of gay being ignored, or they right. like the, the visual to say, oh, this man or this person is going to get, is, is, gonna, is in the process of answering my text. When you yeah. get the green, when you get the green hornet, you don't get that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like my, my main, my main group chat circle is actually in Facebook Messenger, so I think that kind of works out for everybody. Yeah. For whatever reason, like sadly, we all have Facebook, so it's kind of easier for, for for folks to kind no, of get around. So. I, you you know what? Like I have learned, like because because my mother like uses it to like chat with people that she like I don't know met in the Philippines. Like it like I, I don't know for all the terribleness that Facebook is, that Facebook Messenger really is almost one of the most used yeah messenger apps in the world because yeah. it's like I don't know it really does keep you connected to like almost everyone and. You can make calls on it. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's really you know it's a really good app. And again, like you said, like it kind of it's a one universal thing that we can kind of all agree on. Another thing that we can all agree on is that basically, just about any of it, no one, none of us, I should say, I can't even talk, um, expected this Phillies run. So we were going to talk a lot about this Philadelphia Phillies run to the World Series. So a bunch of baseball to discuss. Watched all one hundred and sixty nine games. I am <laughs> I am absolutely like I don't know no kidding like i like i feel like i don't know like and this is one of the first times i felt like a bandwagon fan like i don't know because like I, like i just don't follow baseball but i mean it's hard to not like i don't know get like i don't it's, it feels like i don't know a very like scrappy team i don't want to say like i don't know like i don't know like i, I think I, I think philly or like teams like fans like teams that like are resilient mm -hmm. and i think for all the all the negatives you could say about this Philly seems like I'm almost choked off a, a playoff win. They just keep at, getting back up. Girardi gets fired. They get like I don't know. They get off the mat. Bryce Harper's out for two months. They, right. they, they, they step up. So I, I mean, four more topper. Yeah, four, four more topper. Hopefully we get four more out of them. Hopefully we get uh, nineteen more, twenty more. Well, twenty all together. Hopefully we get fourteen more out of the football team. The Eagles six and zero. Oh heading into this weekend's game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hopefully we get some more. Who, who the heck knows how many more we're going to get out of that basketball team um, getting off to a one-and-four start as we record this show. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line. So as we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank you to all you guys out there for listening to us and supporting us. Wherever you do that, whether you download our podcast, wherever you get your shows, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker, just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, listen at home, listen at work, take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show, or you can listen to us on 106.5 FM every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Speaking of 106.5 FM, we are still in the midst of of our People Powered Media Fest, our October um, Media Fest slash fundraising event that we do here at PPM, both at Philly Cam and Philly Cam Radio and Philly Cam, the television station, again, a month-long multimedia experience curated around one unique theme, but more importantly, again, Philly Cam is the home for Philadelphia and South Jersey storytellers to kind of get in front of a microphone, get in front of a, get in front of a camera, tell their stories, tell the stories of the local region again stories that are not traditionally told by other media outlets in the area and again as part of people power media fest we are trying to raise funds i believe for the radio side of the house we're trying to match the frequency number so we're trying to raise one thousand sixty five dollars this month for pwppm lp philadelphia the radio station so if you could do us a solid if you can go to phillycam.org if you can go to ppmfest.org you know, find out what we're doing over, over here at Philly Cam. Donate if you can. If you can't, share a couple links. Let people know what we're trying to do at, at Philly Cam. We would truly, truly appreciate it. There's been a month of special, you know, uh, 
programming and specials and workshops and events and all sorts of cool stuff here at Philly Cam Radio. And again, they're the folks who have allowed us to sit in front of these microphones for pretty much six months. I'm sorry, six months, six years. We're coming up on, on our six-year anniversary doing the radio version of this show. And they've allowed us to kind of do our own little merry band of whatever it is we call, we call the show. Uh, but we've had some great guests on. We've had some great times doing this show. And uh, we have uh, PPM and Philly Cam to thank for that. So if you could do us a solid and go to phillycam.org and hopefully pay them back for letting us do our thing, we would truly, truly appreciate it. So that is a shout out for them. And if you want to follow us on the Twitter machine, Chris is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I assume the man is going to pull out the Halloween Havoc, um, Kevin Sullivan, you know, Halloween Havoc gear that he has, t-shirt that he has in the back the of the closet. The Shockmaster. The Shockmaster gear that he has in the back of the the Dungeon of Doom, the Dungeon of Doom gear that you have back in the closet. Yes. Big, yeah. big wrestling weekend for you, I assume. <laughs> No, no, I mean it's all fills, baby. Like I don't know. Like oh, I don't you're, like, you're I, all I, in now. Okay, okay. I, I'm trying. I'm okay. trying. And like, okay. I, like it, it. Like even though, like I don't know, I don't find baseball all that entertaining. It's hard not to get, I don't know, caught up in the fever. Like I don't know, like and like there are just so many, like I don't know, like bad stories out there. Like and like I don't like, like to see like a, a city that can't agree on anything kind of rally around like i don't know like dude like sports makes people feel good period and like i don't know it's and it's a nice reminder to say like i don't know once in a while we can kind of rally around a group of humans and just like i don't know have a good time yeah no matter what's going on in the world no matter how much we disagree on things especially literally these next these well these last few weeks and this next week is just going to be an absolute disgusting amount of political ads just everywhere, no matter where yeah. you are listening to this. Um, so, again, no matter where you stand on that spectrum or anything else, we can all rally around a baseball team that has made a magical run so far here um, at the end, or I should say throughout the most most of October so far. Um, the Phillies, again, as we've said, packed up the Padres expeditiously in five games in the NLCS, and they are headed to the World Series to face the Houston, the Houston, Houston Astros. It's really been a whole team. It's been the whole team kind of <laughs> – performance here it's it's the whole team as as the eagles would say uh back in 2018 kyle schwarber with you know the three home runs and four rbi including again a a massive 488 um, foot bomb reese hoskins with a pair of home runs in game four team was down four nothing he had a pair of of home runs in game four had another one in game five had all the other the stuff from before the the bat spike by hoskins the real muto inside the park home run the castellanos catch uh but Again, the man who will be remembered for this postseason, regardless of what happens from here on out, whether they win or not, is Bryce Harper. And if you read every article, it seems like on ESPN over the past week, they made a, they made a point to mention his $330 million contract. And again, I don't like talking about the dude's money, but my man's earned every bit of that $330 million with this run this postseason. I, I think you would agree. No, I, I mean, like, I don't like the term superstar. Like, And, and I think for Bryce Harper... He's probably the closest thing in another sport equivalent to LeBron. Like, I don't know. The guy's been scrutinized since he's been a teenager. Like, I don't know. Like, like greatness was predict what was predicted for him when he was like 15 years old. Right. And I think, like, I don't know. Like, the uh, like I think individually, he's obviously like I don't know. Like, fulfilled everything. Like, I, I mean, he's a generational. Like, I don't know, like, stat-wise, he's, he, like, he's probably a Hall of Famer already. But I think, like, I don't know, like, in team sports, he, like, you are ultimately judged on winning. And he, on, like, and, and the irony is the team he left won a, won a World Series right after, yeah. like, I don't know, right after his side with the Phillies. And I think, like, on top of the winning is if you are the – like, I don't know, it's been a team effort, absolutely, but the guy that's leading it, the guy who's, like, I don't know, like, spearheading it, and, like, I don't know, is their best player. And, uh, like, the, that that home run, man, that is, like, I don't know, like, it's hard to create moments. Like, I don't know. But, gosh darn, that was a moment I think no one, like, I don't know, even the most basic baseball fan will remember because that, like, I don't know, like, you know, you can't get much more clutch than a semi walk off home run, like home run. Not just to win the game, to win the series. Like that's like, 
That's like a level below Joe Carter. That moment, for those who may not be familiar, and if you're listening, you probably are familiar, uh, came in the bottom of the eighth of game five of the NFCS against the Padres. The Phillies were down three to two. Um, Bryce Harper comes up to bat. Again, in a spot, huge spot. Um, obviously, the, if the Phillies didn't score in that inning, they probably weren't, weren't going to win that particular game. Um, and just hits a hits a bomb. It's it's that home run to put the put the team up four to three. As Chris said, it was a a, a game winning and series uh, series winning home run. Bryce Harper is the first player to homer in three different series clinching wins in a single postseason in baseball history. You pay your superstars to be superstars when it's superstar time. And the man Bryce Harper has delivered every single time. It's amazing how clutch it's been this post. It's amazing how clutch this team has been, but it's yeah. amazing Bryce Harper specifically, how clutch he's been this postseason. You and I had a, a brief back and forth on Twitter. I, my memory is not as good as some other people's memories around here, so I can't definitively say this. This is easily a top three clutch moment in Philadelphia sports history. It's right up there with Brandon Graham. I mean, I can't. I don't know of anything else that's on that level. It's right there. Sure, sure, sure as hell, not, not, not anything with the Sixers in our lifetime. I was going to say Iverson and the Lakers, but I mean, that, that was game one of a you know a series they lost. So I mean, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, like, like, I, I mean, the stakes. I mean, the yeah. like if you add the stakes right. plus, like, I don't know the need. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like like you go back to. I mean, like if they win this game, you go back to San Diego. And who the heck knows what happens there? Like I don't know that the finality of it, and and just like I don't know, like for and like and the fact he was scorching hot, like I don't know, like they're probably pitching around this dude, yeah. and he's still like I, I don't know, like I, I feel like I don't know, like superstar. A lot is asked for a superstar, whether it's like I don't know, like production on field, intangibles, clutchness. Like I don't know, like can you be a superstar and not clutch? I don't think you can. That's that's the thing. I think super superstars like in order to win. I forget who said it. I'm going to butcher the quote. But in order to win a series, you know, basically baseball series, one of the commentators said, "You need your stars to be stars." I mean, it's a really stupid quote or a basic quote on on the face value. But that's what you really need. Like you like you need your best players to be your best players in times like this. Because again, a lot of guys basically here it is: stars are guys who do who do good things. When you need it the most, I mean, basic like and like a bunch of everybody in the in baseball can hit two eighty, or they can hit twenty five home runs, or you know. But can they hit a home run in the eighth inning? Right? Can they hit a home run in the eighth inning? Can they shut out? Can they can they close out? You know, a game in the ninth inning when you know when a team your team's up one for one? Can they give you seven seven quality uh, quality innings and the quality start to shut down the other team? You see Harper do it, you know, on but you know at the plate. You've seen Wheeler and Nola by and large in, in their postseason. They've been fantastic. They've been uh over the, over so far this postseason over forty two point two innings. They have a two point three two ERA. Your aces have been your aces. Your stars have been your stars, and that's why the Phillies are with right now because they've been they've been doing what they're supposed to do. No, I I, I mean you said it. I, I mean, boy, how 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 long has this franchise had guys that didn't match their their expectations? Like I don't know. Like how many years have we? Like had like I don't know not a sh- like a shutdown starter like I don't know like a stop like Zach Wheeler is I-, I mean next to Harper like I don't know he's the second most important player that's leading this that's leading this charge of the World Series I-, mm-hmm. I don't know like he's been and and I think a couple years ago he was kind of looked at as this like consolation prize when you didn't right. get like I don't know like like all the other big tickets. But man, like I don't know, he has proven to be a legit uno, one yeah. number one starter. And like I don't know, like if, if you take it back to like Cole Hamels, like I don't know, like like I don't know, he was he was big money Hamels. And kudos to Zach Wheeler, man. Like I don't know, like like he just knows, like I don't know, like he's the guy that like say, okay, we know what we're gonna get from Zach Wheeler in, in a playoff series, and. We haven't been able to see that about a Phillies number one pitcher for a long time. Yeah, and and, and thankfully, you know, we've gotten the good version of Aaron Nola because that was always the knock on Aaron Nola. Um, you know, like down the stretch of a season, Aaron Nola, September Nola kind of was different than, you know, April, May, June Nola. And he had, a you know, a, I think a, a rough couple of starts at the beginning of September. But ever since then, Aaron Nola has been fantastic. 
again, Bryce Harper's been fantastic. Again, this is a similar blueprint to, you know, what we saw against a different team as far as their makeup. But again, back in 20, you know, 2008, you look at that team and you can think of clutch moments that all those guys had, that Ryan Howard had, that Jimmy Rollins had, that uh, Chase Utley had, Shane Victorino had. Like, again, those guys all had their own clutch moments in, in 2008. And we're seeing something very similar here in, in 2022. Um, but yeah, no, it, it really is up for debate. I mean, whether it's the clutchest moment of Philadelphia history, again, like I said, Brandon Graham, maybe Iverson, but again, that really didn't matter. Like I told you before, maybe Ali Frazier won because Ali was defeated in 1971. Um, and maybe that was the clutchest moment in Philadelphia history. It's literally top three. Like, it's unbelievable. Whether the Phillies win this World Series or not, it was a fantastic No, moment. I feel like, I don't know, Roy, I feel that this team already is, I don't think they're on that 93 level because I feel like, I don't know, like that team just had, like, the ultimate cast of characters that kind of are timeless. Like, I don't know. But, like, I don't know, like, th- like this team will be remembered, period. And like I don't know, like I'm, I'm not sure if we'll be on that 01, like 90, 016 or ninety three. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, not too many Philly teams get the championships, so they all no. have to be remembered. No, no, yeah, the, the, the Phillies, the Phillies as a franchise are a lot different than the Astros as a franchise because this was the this was the sixth straight ALCS appearance for the Astros, and this is the fourth time in the last six years. The Astros have made the World Series, which again is an impressive feat in and of itself. But only um, one, but only one World Series. Only one title, and that was tw- 2017. And that cheating. of course was yeah, that of course was a title that came thanks to banging trash cans um and cheating, uh, which got a lot of people fired and a lot of people fined, um, and a lot of people ca- cast a a, 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 a a weird eye to after that after that title. So again, six sixth year run, only one title at the start of this. Astros haven't been um, as good since then, but this year is a little bit different. The Astros seven and zero this year in the <laughs> postseason, swept the Mariners, swept the Yankees, got New York all all sorts of you know out of sorts right now. Aaron Judge might even, might even be leaving after all of this. Um, the Astros have looked really good this postseason. Um, they've kind of had a whole team effort um, as well. Five players have hit two home runs or more during the seven game run. Yuri Gurriel's leading the team with a three sixty seven average. Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, they've been huge. So the Astros have been good. Again, not dissimilar to the Phillies, uh, but again, we don't follow the Astros that much. So again, we're not that familiar with these guys. Would this be, uh, like, I don't know, this would be, um, if you had to put it on a scale of one to America beating the Russians in 1980, what would you rank this in terms of an upset if the Phillies were to win this series? Six? Um, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I, I, I think it's probably 60 40 Astros, but I mean, I don't think it's that that's wild if the Phillies win. I'm trying to think of a, a comparable upset, maybe, maybe some football, super, maybe some Super Bowl or something. I can, I don't know. It wouldn't um, be Giants Patriots. No, 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 no. That was to me, that was to me, that was unbelievable. Seriously, like, I, I still don't to of all the Super Bowls maybe I've ever seen, that the one to me. Not, not that it didn't make the most sense. That to me was the most shocking result. I, I what was? Know, I'm sure what would be more favorites. Yeah. What would be more surprising, the, or what was more surprising, the Eagles winning, beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl, or the Phillies beating the Astros, potentially beating the Astros in this World Series? Oh, to me, this will be more. This will be more. So something about. Well, I don't know. See, that's a good question. See, now I'm, I'm going to walk it back because something about. Both of these runs feels magical. Like there's something yeah. special about these. Like that Eagles thing. Like after a certain after a certain point, you're like, like I don't I don't know what what point it was for you. It was probably, I don't know. Oh no, it was thirty eight to seven. Like, I don't it, was know, 30, like, it was probably thirty eight. Like, yeah. like like for me, like I wasn't a believer until I think the the um, the flea flicker to Tory Smith. Or no no the Alshon play yeah, wait, in the it? championship what? game. What was the, what was the uh, oh the outcome play? What was it? Which game was the? Uh, well, that was the thirty-eight to seven game. The, the the ball that bounced off of Torrey Smith. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh no 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 that was the Falcons divisional play. Okay. All right. Yeah. That moment to me was like, all right, this is a little weird. Like, it's like something's going on. Like, like I can't explain it. And he's got to ride this out. I. But again, like with the Phillies, it was probably it was probably the. I don't know. Maybe the real Muto home run. I'm trying to think. Of, there were actually both teams. What I'm saying is both teams had moments where you're like, all right, something special's going on. 
So like I can't Team of it. Destiny, a very right. online annoying phrase that I feel is like I don't know, almost coming to fruition. I, I mean yeah. no, I feel like I feel there's a lot of like TOD in this team. Like I don't know, like I, I mean the, that Harper home run, I, I mean like it's rare that you just get things that are gonna get stamped in your brain forever. Right. That like no, like I I mean like <laughs> I think I'd probably watch like thirty Phillies games this year. That is gonna be stuck in my head as much as that dancing on my own song it i'm telling you like it is it's up there with i don't know like graham it's up there with the step over it's it's there with i don't know like james willis hit or something no i mean it is up there <laughs> there's, a, there's other there's other place but yeah i got you yeah no like i, I mean but you know what i mean like i don't know like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's rare for us that are like in our 40s to get something moved up in like I don't know that moves everything that we have absorbed in our life to say like okay this is moving up it really it's that it's that magical it's that significant like I don't know like it's like I don't like I think a lot of people can kind of o- overreact to like I don't know instant moments like that I don't think I don't think there's I don't think you can overreact to that that's how major and and just uh, important to the Philly history of the, the philly sports history landscape yeah no the, Phil, the the phillies encyclopedia will have an article dedicated to that particular at bat by bryce harper for the for the rest of time i mean that's how important that was hopefully we get some more out of that from bryce harper because we'll need it philly six and oh went out homering their opponents three and two when they haven't um they have 16 home runs so far this postseason which leads the mlb they also scored uh, 5.2 runs a game this postseason, which also leads baseball. Um, but as I mentioned before, the Astros have been playing well, and their starters um, all, are all pitching well. Justin Verlander, Lance McCullers, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier. Um, this is a pretty good This is a pretty good matchup. And by the way, again, series goes 2-3-2. Astros have, have home field advantage. So first two games in Houston. Game one already happened as is aired. So game one happened Friday, October 28th. Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, here at the bank, Friday and Saturday of next week, um, TBD, if those games are necessary. Yeah, this is probably, yeah, to me, it's probably, I, I, I'll just say it, I'll pick the Phillies in six, because again, I'm wrapped up in it, it is what it is, I can't get away from it, but I think if you look at it with a, you know, unbiased eye, I think the Astros are mild, actually, no, I haven't even looked it up, I mean, let's look it up on the on the uh, on the on the sports betting sites for those of you who want to put a couple. Of I will. Uh, you know what? I'll guess and say they are minus three hundred. You think minus what? Three hundred. Really? You think it's no. that much? No, the Astros. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, the Astros. Um, I'm gonna guess two twenty. I don't think it's three hundred. I don't think it's three hundred. I don't think it's that big. Although I saw an article from Jeff Passan earlier this week said like, "Yo, is it basically is it a foregone conclusion if the if the Astros win this thing?" I didn't think it was. That. I didn't think it was like that. Um, the Phillies, where's the series line? Let's see. Uh, ah, minus one eighty five. Oh wow. Mm, I, I, I mean, I, I'm just factoring in that the that the Astros won. I think like hundred five games. Yeah, I think they won. Yeah, something something crazy. Yeah, the Astros have. The Astros are a fantastic team, and look. I'm kind of, you know, if the Phillies weren't in it, I'd be rooting for Dusty Baker to kind of get one. Uh, but the Phillies are in it, so I can't. But, um, no, the Astros are a really good team. Um, really good line. Yeah, Astros, 100, 106, 106 wins this year. Um, they won the ALS by 16 games or over the Mariners. Um, they're a really good team. They're a fan, absolutely fantastic team. I'll say Phillies in six. I'm caught up in it. I can't get away from it. Uh, you know, it is. I'm not, to be that honest, being, I'm, yeah. not, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an I'm not enough of an expert to have an expert opinion, so I'm going to be the fan. Phillies in six. Let's do it. Let's do it. Phillies in six. Hopefully, the Phillies close it out. You know, in six or less. Um, it's going to be a very interesting series. Mattress Mac, the um, the infamous mattress um, store owner down in Houston, who always bets crazy amounts of money and loses crazy amounts of money, has seventy five million dollars worth of bets out there um, that he will cash in on if the Astros pull off the victory. So. Mattress Mac, the dude who loses like ten million dollars like every Super Bowl uh, Sunday, will will cash in if the Astros win. So hopefully Mattress Mac does not cash in on those bets. It's going to be a very very interesting series. We will keep you updated on everything that goes on with the series here on the Broad Street Line. 
We got to talk some football, my friend, because you know what? Let me just say this. We've been watching football for quite a long time. Usually, nothing happens at the trade deadline. Like, absolutely nothing. Like, I don't even look for stuff to happen. This has been the busiest trade deadline I've ever seen, like, ever. Like, I can ever remember. Like, really good guys are getting traded. Christian McCaffrey's getting traded. Uh, I was going to say Kadarius Tony, but I have no idea if he's good or not, but who the heck knows. But the Eagles got involved in the mix as well. Robert Quinn, welcome to Philadelphia. Eagles acquired the 32-year-old defensive end from the Bears for a fourth-round pick. 18 and a half sacks last year, just one this year. But as we all saw and Howie Roseman saw, Eagles needed to do something about that front four. They got the best available front four dude that's out there. Your thoughts on the trade? I hate the. He was double teamed 68 times this year with the Bears. He will not be getting double teamed 68 times. I know. I think the reason why you're seeing a lot of trades is I think teams are realizing that it is, that this is wide open. Like, I don't know. Like, getting to the Super Bowl is, and getting to the Super Bowl is very wide open. I I feel Mm -hmm. like the Eagles are the favorite. I don't, I would have put a thousand dollars on it. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the thing. It's like, it's so, everything is so, like, I'll just say wide open. Like, everything is so in flux. Like, you have no idea who the good teams are. I have no idea who the bad teams are. Yes, the Eagles are 6-0, and and they look like the best team in the NFC. But it wouldn't surprise me if the quote-unquote better teams in the NFC just caught them sleeping one day in the playoffs and knocked them off. Like, I, like, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think, I don't think they're going to roll through the NFC playoffs. Let me no, you. no. And, and I think, like, I don't know, like, I, I more so than anything – you, you need to get hot at the right time. And, like, I don't know, like, you, you see it every week. Teams are getting popped. Like, I don't know, like, the Bucks lost to the Panthers, who, like, fired their coach. And, yeah, and uh, who fired their coach, benched their quarterback. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, like and I, I feel like, I don't know, every, every good, every big-name player is struggling. And their team is struggling. Like, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. Their respective teams aren't good. Like, I don't know. Like, every team, I would say, except for the Eagles and the Bears, uh, Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs, and have kind of, like, I I don't know. Like, the Colts are awful. I I didn't know the Colts would be awful. Like, I I mean, it. and and I think that's what's driving. And I think that's what is driving the Eagles is they're saying, you know what? We're a pole position now, but we know that, like, we can, like, and I think Howie Roseman has acknowledged this is the window. It ain't like I don't know. It ain't like I don't know. The clock is ticking until that extension that you give Jalen Hurts because it's coming. Like I don't know. I I think we've I think we were we've convinced ourselves that it's just not a question of when. It's a question of if and how much. But the math tells you it's going to be hard to build a championship team around a, a, a quarterback that makes a lot of money. And that's not saying that Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve it. It's just a fact that. So, when you get Quinn, I, I mean, like, he's uh, – the Bears ate most of his deal, so you're not paying much this season. His, the money on the rest of his contract is non-guaranteed, so if, if for some reason I don't think he'll be a bust. I think – I think if you ask me, I think he'll end up being, like, all, like in two games, he'll be the Eagles' best pass rusher. And I just – it's hard not to say, like, okay, this team is all in. And I, I – no, this is – I think – I was listening to NFL Live, and I think Rolowski said, "Is it Super Bowl or bust for the Eagles?" Yeah, at, at this point, I think so. Okay, I think it is. Yeah, I think because look, you got the Rams, the Niners, the Cardinals, the Packers, the Buccaneers. They all have three the Vikings. Wins three, well, I'm just saying they all have three wins. Like those teams, they all have three wins or less. Like you're three yeah. games up on all of those teams. Yeah. Like all of those teams. Like at the worst. At the absolute worst, you should be the two seed. I mean, like, it's you and the Vikings for the one seed. Like, really, that's all it is. At the absolute worst, you should be the two seed. So you're going to have. And you're up two games on them. And you're up in, two in games. In essence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In essence, you're up two games on the Vikings. So you're, ba- again, six games in. I don't want to be that guy. But all these games should come through your house. You should take care of business yeah, no. against all these teams. The, the no. worst team, the, the, team that, the team that's number two in the NFC came to your house, and you already beat them. So, yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust. No, I think, like, I don't know. Like, I think in the end, you know, I think I think it's going to come down to, I, I like, you know, I think it's going to come down to the Eagles-Cowboys. Yeah, I really think I so. Know. Like, I, I mean, like, the Cowboys have the best defense, and I think that their offense will get better. And I think 
what you need, you need to, you're not going to equal their defense because I think that defense is very good. And like, I don't know, but I think you need that, you need your defense to stop, stop that, that count. Like, as much as, like, I don't, like, I think it's as even as a match as you can get. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think, like, the Eagles' offense might be a little better than the Cowboys' offense. And I think the Cowboys' defense might be a little better than the Eagles' defense. E- even with Robert Quinn. Like, I don't know. But, but you know what the equalizer is? Having, having the championship game here in your house. Like, I don't know. Like, you should – the the NFC should roll through South Philly. Like, and, like, I, and even if you slip up and, I don't know, like, what, go – Seven and four. That's still thirteen and four. That's still the number one seed. Right. And you shouldn't. And you really shouldn't go seven. Like barring injury, you really shouldn't go seven and four with this schedule. I mean, granted, like you have, you know, you have a couple uh, Giants games. You have the Dallas game. You, I mean, you have games that you have to worry about. But like you said, seven and four it gives you thirteen and uh, seven. And, yeah, seven and four gives you thirteen and four. That should still give you the number one seed. I'm still like this. Eagle secondary is really good. Maybe I'm. It's really, no, it's, really good. It, no, I would say it is obviously the Eagles offensive line is the best unit on the team. You know the second best unit? The secondary. This is the best sec this is the best secondary the Eagles have had since two thousand five. I'm Seriously. gonna say I'm, I'm gonna I, I and and so with that being said, I think the gap between the Eagles defense and the Cowboys defense is not as big. That's the gap between the Eagles' offense and the Cowboys' offense. I think you know what I'm saying. Like I think the yeah, Eagles oh, have no, it, oh, no, like, talent no, wise. I, yeah. You know what? I you know what? I might agree with you, but I feel that like I don't know. You know what? You can't like I don't know. Like the thing that travels even more so than pass coverage, pass rush, and the Cowboys have the best pass rusher in the game, and that is. I, I feel like you can't overstate that. Like I don't know that he Michael Parsons. Is like and, and and one I think he he demands so much attention. You keep forgetting that they have the Marcus Lawrence. You have like I don't know. Like I feel that I don't know with that the talent on that defense plus Dan Quinn. Like I don't know, he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. But I feel that like I don't know the Eagles. Like I, I I'm not even gonna do a Thanos thing because I don't want to look like a nerd or fake. I, I feel like I don't know if you it, 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 the best if you're gonna go up against arguably the best pass rush in the NFL. It's nice to have the best offensive line in football. Like, I don't know, and the best pass protecting. And, like, and and I think the only reason why a lot of the game went sideways against the Cowboys is Lane was out. And, right. thankfully, Lane proclaimed on Twitter or something, I back, like Jordan. So, I mean, I, I mean, like, you need – and I, I asked, Roy, it's like, when does – I mean, I, I know it's crazy we're talking about this, but, like, when do you start focusing on health over C, like I don't oh, know, God. like because <laughs> I, I mean, because I feel like I don't know, like obviously the number one C is important. I think it's very important, but you have to have you have to have all the dudes there. You need to have Kelsey. You need to have Lane, Jalen, AJ. I, I, I think those are the guys that, like, I don't know. You really and, and, and hell, I'll take Goddard. I mean, like those are the guys on offense you absolutely need for, like, I don't know, playing at their peak. Yeah, I think I, I well, hopefully you have a couple of weeks at the end of the season to kind of worry about that kind of like you kind of prepare for that kind of stuff. But again, like you said, like the Vikings are technically a game and a half, two games behind you. Giants are really only a game and a half or half a game back. The Cowboys are a couple. <laughs> the games Giants back. Like, are six. The Giants are six Like I was saying, like, you have to, like yeah, I, I know you want everybody to be healthy, but you, you still got to keep winning games because these dudes, these teams are right behind you for whatever reason. The Giants are in the mix. I have no idea. I, Dan Jones to me is just a guy. Like he ain't special to all. I mean, he's a very athletic guy, but he's just a guy. Those I think Brian Day. I no, I think Brian Dable already has has clinched Coach of the Year. That team has no business being six and one. None. None. Those wide receivers stink. Saquon Barkley's fine. It is whatever. But I, I have no idea how that team is six and one. None. I don't get it. I mean, again, they're winning the games they're supposed to win. But even still, no. But they're but, no. But they're winning the game. But they're But they're also winning the games. They're not even. They should have no business winning. You should not beat the, the, the Baltimore Ravens. No, uh, even at home. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I I don't understand the Giants. But the, like this thing, 
like the Giants are like we said. I think we said this last week on the show when 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 Chris was on. I think the Giants are accidentally going to fall into ten wins, probably eleven at this point now. Yes, no, so, I, I mean like <laughs> like I, I mean like it's with it's thirteen wins for the Eagles, almost the the, the low end. I mean like. You can't go twelve if you start six and zero. Going twelve and five is a massive disappointment, right? Going going twelve and five against the schedule that you have now, like the rest of the way, like is probably a disappointment. Like these are games, like by and large, these are winnable games. Well, actually, we'll, we got time. We'll yeah, no, like I don't know, just just like I don't know. For the sake of argument, Pittsburgh stinks. You Yo, should let's, you let's should just have this down. Pittsburgh yeah. here, that should be a win. At Tennessee, it's a short week. It doesn't matter. Or no, at Houston. You forgot sorry, about Houston, you at Houston, at Houston, I'm sorry. At Houston, uh, that should be a win. Uh, Commanders here, that should be a win. Colts there. The Colts are probably starting Sam Ellinger, well, this week and probably on. You have this team can't start Tennessee. This team can't start Tennessee. Yeah, like that might be some, you know, whatever. Packers here, all right, maybe, maybe not. Fine. Let's even chalk that up as a loss. I don't know. We'll just throw it out there. But it's here. It's Sunday night. You should probably win that game. Like Aaron Rodgers already yelling at dudes. Should probably be a win. Titans here. No, you know what? I would say. That might, I would that say might be the game. That might be the no, game. No, I think like if you asked me, what is the most losable game? The next lose the 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 biggest possibility of a loss. Yes. It is that Titans Titans yeah. game. Mike Vrabel, another. Uh, you know what? I'll say it. I think he's the best coach in the NFL. Every year, he finds a way to motivate the hell out of his players. They don't have that much talent. Like, and no. they, had, they had a borderline quarterback controversy to start the season. They're, they're going to win that division again. And, like, I don't know. Like, they're just, they're just hard-nosed. And I feel like I don't know. But I feel like I don't know. That's the team that might pop the Eagles. So what? They're going to be 10-1? Yeah, 11-1. Yeah, so that's okay. probably the game. That's probably the game. Because after that, Giants in Giants in New York, then at Chicago. I, I, I think they'll lose that game. Okay, so they'll lose two in a row. Um, yeah, at at Chicago, they'll get right. Your win. Yeah. Um, at Dallas, which is Christmas Eve again. That's going to be a huge game. Um, I think then, they'll lose that game. Then the Saints here, and then finally the Giants here. But to be honest, Roy, I really, really, really think that if you want to make a statement, really make a statement. You gotta win that. Like you get, you get, you take that Dallas game. Like I don't know, like because I feel like if you lose to Dallas late in the season like that, you you've given them all the confidence in the world that like I don't know what what everyone is saying about you. You fake Jalen Hurts, Fugazi, Miles Sanders can't hit an open hole. Oh no, that's actually me. Like I don't know, like <laughs> like I mean no, like I mean you're feeding into all the narratives. Like that is the game. I, I don't want to say it's a must win, but it really just like I don't know that that kind of that just is a absolute death knell to the Cowboys. If if you could beat them in their house, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's going to take you a while to kind of get into a position to be able to rest guys because you because you need all all everybody on all cylinders on that. Like you have to win that game. Like out of any game, like if you told me the Eagles only could only win one game the rest of the way, <laughs> I'd say it has to be that Cowboys game in Dallas on Christmas Eve. Because like you said, that's a statement game. That that game that game counts more than one win. No, because because, because because you've got the, the like the buttheads, like that Cameron Magruder clown. That like I don't know, saying like, <laughs> oh my God, like I don't know, is Robert Quinn good? Oh, right, y'all right. be Cooper Rush, even though you said Cooper Rush was like Star Rush Hour Four. No, that was Mike Garvin. All right, that dude's a clown. Like, I, I, but he gets paid to be a clown, so at least he's getting paid. Like yeah. I don't know, like I, I mean, like you, you gotta beat that. I, I mean, like I feel like I don't know, like because I think even if Dallas comes here late in in a, in a divisional or even in a championship round. They're coming here with a lot of confidence if they beat you with that. No, no, you like you need to take care of business in that game. You need to take care of business in those Giants games, but specifically that game because, like you said, I think the, the the way these stars are aligned, the way it kind of feels in the air, it feels like it's going to be an Eagles Cowboys playoff. <laughs> oh man, sort of what the heck? I, I mean, that I, I'm serious. That would be. A hell of a sell match. Like I don't know, because I, I mean, like for the for the longest time, the Eagles and the Cowboys haven't been good at the same time. Yeah. I, I mean, like it's been rare, and, and especially good enough to meet in the playoffs. I, I mean, that literally, like that, would might burn down the city. 
Yeah, no, I think like CJ said last week when he when joined us on the show, like the last time he faced off in the playoffs was the infamous Randall Cunningham had to come in um, and, you know, without reading the playbook game and, and the Eagles get, got getting popped down in Dallas. It was the last time he faced off in the playoffs. So, you know, that would be a huge, huge game. But before we get to that, we do need to talk about the Steelers game this, this week. Um, I think the line started at nine and a half. I saw ten and a half. I heard it was at 11 and a half at one point. Um, lines all over the map in favor of the Eagles. Kenny Pickett stinks. But he's a rookie. It is what it is. Um, Lane Johnson, Johnson, as you mentioned, Chris, is back out of concussion protocol. Should be good to go for the game. Eagles plus twelve turnover over margin, still best in the league. One thing I didn't I didn't realize: Eagles allowing five yards of carry, um, which is twenty eighth in the NFL. I know we talk a lot about the pass rush, um, but they are allowing five yards per carry. Um, but I think is- no, but I, but Roy, I actually think that like I don't know. That's kind of like a product of like I don't. I'm not saying that they're playing, like, I don't know, not to stop the run. But I feel like it comes back to their approach. Let's just, I, I don't know, like, give them the easier. And, like, I don't know, well, let's stop. Like, and for after six games, who the hell are we supposed like, who are who are we to just, like, challenge this? They're plus 10. They're getting more turnover takeaways than I've ever seen the Eagles get, like, ever. Right. And, like, I, I, I like, I feel it's kind of – I keep thinking to myself, well, it's it's going to get tougher, right? Like, the season, it's not just going to be this much of a cakewalk. I mean, eventually, right? I, I mean, I feel the next few weeks might or probably will be a, a more of what we saw the first six weeks. I think it's going to – I think it's just going to be tougher just in the fact that, again, over the course of a season – you do a little bit of attrition. Like, guys get nicked up. Guys get dinged And up. I think you're going to get, like, I don't know. Now you're starting to get everyone's best shot. Like, I don't know. Now, like, people are saying, okay, all right, these dudes are legit. Miles Sanders knows how to hit a hole for the first time in his That's life. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. No, no. I, I, but, I mean, but these, but these teams are just not capable of taking advantage. The Steelers are terrible. I can't remember a worse Steelers team in my life. The Texans are, aren't good. Like, I don't know, like, you should take care of business these next two weeks and then get ready. And, and then, I, I mean, like, I know, like, you're not playing Carson Wentz again, but, and I know, for me, I think Heineke's better, but you should destroy the commanders at home. I think, yeah, I think we're kind of getting to the part of the schedule, too, where, you know, these guys might start smelling themselves a little bit. Yeah. You know, oh, no, absolutely. Get, you know. No, I, I mean, you always have to worry about the disease of me. Like, I don't yeah. know where, like, I don't know. People just like I don't know, pat themselves on the back. Like they, it's it's not it's human, it's human behavior to get a, to not have urgency. And I think this is where that locker room, the Jalen Hurtses, the the Kelseys. I mean, they need to sit on, they need to stand on these guys' necks and say like, no, this is the stuff. This isn't like I think with Robert Quinn, with with, with the Robert Quinn trade. They've acknowledged this could be a special season, and we're going to make it a special season. Like, and and I think they made that deal because they they don't see a lot of like I don't know ways again. Like, they don't see a lot of things in their way. They're just trying to just say, okay, let's pave our way to the Super Bowl or at least to the NFC Championship as clear as we humanly can. And I think they have. No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I think they've done, or you know, kudos to everybody you know involved by or that organization. I think they've done everything they can to say, hey. You know, you look around this league, you know, you see, you know, as you said, Matt Ryan getting benched, James Winston getting benched, Baker Mayfield getting benched, you know, Brady and Rodgers being so trash that Kurt Warner saying they need to go home and be family guys. And you know, you're, seeing, you're, like, you're seeing all these guys, all these other teams, Denver, you know, being playing, you know, uh, the Las Vegas. Russell playing. Wilson being the most annoying human being on the planet right now. Like, uh, no, I, I don't know what happened to Russell Wilson, but God, he is trying he's that dude who's trying way too hard man way too hard. i don't i, and I don't know what hard. like bro like i don't know like we get it and i think his team needs to say okay stop with like i don't know like doing like lunges in like the aisle of an airplane at four no just <laughs> just literally just stay off the internet dude and win a damn game please yeah yeah uh, for those who didn't see russell wilson allegedly uh during during the team's flight to london was doing knee lifts um, in the middle of the aisle of the airplane um, while guys are trying to sleep. Now, I'm sure that, I'm sure that endured him to the rest of his teammates when he was doing that. But you know what, like Chris said, you know what would endure you to the rest of your teammates? You know, not throwing so many incompletions. 
all the time, Russell Wilson. How about you hit a receiver in stride? I know Jerry Judy stinks because he's on my fantasy team, but hit him, <laughs> hit him in the hands and he might catch one every now and then. Just every now and then he might catch one. Like, um, you, you, you talked about the disease of me. You talked about guys who are all about themselves. And I did want to talk about the local basketball team first, but you mentioned that. And so it got me thinking about a certain guy, a man with the highest, bas- a man with the highest basketball team in the history of man. I'm I'm really trying to I'm really trying to quit this drug. No, you, no, you no, keep like sending me videos. <laughs> no, like I, I mean things. No, like second to Abbott Elementary, the second best sitcom this fall is seeing how disastrous and how trash Ben Simmons is at playing basketball. I, I mean, like it is, it is, Roy. Even the biggest hater. Even the biggest hater, Ben Simmons hater, which is me, did yeah. not think it would be going this bad. I, I mean, like, well, no, one, I think, like, next to Russell Westbrook, who obviously is the biggest memeable NBA player currently, I don't really think it's close. I, I mean, like, Russell Wilson is just, I don't want to say he's embarrassing himself, but damn, he really is embarrassing himself. Ben Simmons, every game, is doing something that even the slightest hater, not even me, because I can, like, I don't know, hate on him for chewing gum. Like, I don't know, when, 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 like, I don't know, he, like, I don't know, throws a awkward one-legged right hand, right-handed fall, like, I don't know, floater that hits air when you get in your pocket picked by John Rand, who kept receipts on you to steal the ball <laughs> in him his rookie year. Um, when your teammate is screaming at you. Not like, I don't know. This isn't like, I don't know, amplified by like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like CGI. He is saying, Ben, shoot. Like, I, don't, I, I mean, like, you can't. This director's, like, I don't know, that, like, I don't know. Uh, Tyler Perry couldn't write a better sitcom right now than what Ben Simmons is naturally giving us. You said it, you've said it multiple times on the show. You said it multiple times to me. I I wanted to believe it wasn't true, but now I'm believing it is true. You've asked me, you asked the same question a bunch of times. What's this dude been doing for the last 18 months? And I think the answer is not a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, if, no, if, no. if you were, if you were as active as it appeared, I don't want to say appear. If you were no, 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 that's the thing. It didn't even appear he looked yeah, active. What that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't even appear. If you were as act- again, my expectations for a professional basketball player at a certain level are at are X, all right? I expect these guys to be doing X when they're not around, doing stuff, whatever. If, you, if, you're, com- if you're coming, to, if you're driving to Camden and sitting in your car and waiting for everybody to leave so you can go into the gym and work out and work on your game and doing going to Brooklyn and shooting around by yourself and Kyle Corver in the corner, I expect you to have very minimal basketball rust when you're 26 years old. This dude looks like he hasn't played basketball in 18 months. Period. He, no, I, I feel like, I don't know. Remember, like, I don't know, when you used to get a summer reading project and, like, you were saying, oh, man, I'm going to read this. Uh, we comes, and you're like, oh, snap, I got to read this. Like, Ben Simmons had a year and a half to finish even the pig man of, of, summer, <laughs> of, of NBA summer reading. Like, no, like, because I feel like, I don't know, like, you can't tell me that, like, I don't know, in a year and a half, you can't at least slightly, I, and I'd say 10%, I'm not giving it 20%, but I think, I mean, if you're a 1% athlete with the physical gifts that Ben Simmons has, you should be able to improve your physical, like your actual basketball game, at least 12 to 15% and improve. I even say, I'm not even overexerting him 10% mental. I don't know. Like I, I'm not, I don't think that's asking for a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, I I think I I don't like, I, I mean, like, and, I don't, Roy, I don't know. How does, if you're not better right now, how do you get better during the season? Well, let me, let me just, let me just add on to this. Like, I, I, I will say, again, I'll play Ben Simmons, devil's advocate for a second here. Ben Simmons did have a back issue, had surgery for the back issue. So, again, he, he didn't have 18, 18 consecutive months where he can work on his game. All right? That's fine. So, some of that. That being said, again, whenever he had the surgery sometime this summer until, you know, now, you had time to work out. You had time to get ready. It's not that he does. It's not he. Not that he didn't improve. He looks worse. 
no, but I no, but I also think no, but also I think the league is playing him a hundred times different than they were even in that Hawk series. They are just not. They're just ignoring him. Like I don't know before. Like I don't know. Like teams would kind of come close to him. They're just saying, okay, we know. Like no, I, I mean, like this is. I need like. A doctor like Dr. Brian McDonough. It's like, yo, if you're like, I don't, you see these people just disrespecting you. Like, I don't know. They are just, Giannis is telling you, you too small again. And he's not, like, I mean, like, I feel like these players are, are just hip to the, like, to the gig. And they're just like, you know what? We're just going to bully this dude. And no, no, they smell blood in the water when they see Ben Simmons, unfortunately. Yep. They do. And that is, and I think, and I don't know how you as a, I'll say it, like, I don't know, like, you said, like, I don't know, you've dealt with confidence issues, and, like, I don't know, your your psyche's pretty, like, your basketball psyche's probably pretty fragile. How do you get better after you just get, like, I don't know, when, when Giannis tells you you're too small? Like, I, I just don't know, like, I don't know. How do you stack good days? That's the thing, like, like these, and... Again, the Nets aren't really in a position to do this, but the Nets have to be in a position where you got to get them easy basket. Like Kyrie and Kevin Durant and Steve Nash, like, look, man, we got to like get this ball, get to do some layups or something. Like, we got to get this dude's confidence up. But like you said, like it's impossible, not impossible. It's hard to do do that during the season. It's even harder yes. to do it, do it during the season when you're already as a team. That Nets team is struggling as a team. Beyond yeah, no, this team. is why. What the hell were you doing? No, th- like this is. This is when you should have been doing your summer reading. You shouldn't like. I, no, this is why I said, why aren't we seeing the videos? Because like that, I feel is a sign that he is feeling confident. Correct. Because he is a very like. I, I mean, he'll show he'll show videos of his dog. Won't show pictures of like no like he still can't shoot free throws. He still is passing under the basket, which I, I, I mean, I hate to say it, I feel happy that another fan base has to suffer through that. Because, like, I don't know. That's for, and, and players, like, and at some point, like, these dudes don't really owe Ben Simmons anything. Like, no. I don't know. They're they're his teammates. And they're trying to win. This is, like, it for a lot of these guys in Brooklyn. Like, I, and, and at some point, I know they're trying to look supportive now. But 20 games into the season, I, I mean, I thought by 20 games he'd be it. I don't, Roy, I don't see it. I, like, I, I, I don't want to say, like, the B word. But, damn, he looks broken. No, no, I, no, like, no, I, no, he looks broken. You can say it. He looks broken. <laughs> no, it's like he's averaging five points a game. I mean, he's averaging five points a game. He's averaging like close to like three and a half, four fouls a game. He's fouled out a couple times, right? I believe at, at this point. No, I think um, he has, I think they said he has 17 points in the season. He has 14 fouls. Oh, no, I got, I got, I got the updated numbers. 21 points, 18 fouls for Ben Simmons uh, on, on the and, season. And, and Roy, wasn't that the thing that you can lean on to stack the good days is like, yo, I'm, a, I'm still a beast defensively. Correct. I'm still carrying my weight defensively. My offense will come. He ain't even doing that. No. Like, he's, he's already yeah he's already been kicked out of two games. He already fouled out of two. Two, two out of four games this season he's already fouled out of. Um, he's not doing that. Oh, he's, no. He's, you can't tell me. You can't tell me the pressure is not getting to him already. No, it's, it's again, he's, he's taking five. He's only taking five shots per game, or he's only been taking five shots per game. It's, it's definitely – um, a mental issue, I believe, still there uh, with Ben Simmons. But like you said, like you can't. It's really hard to kind of fix that during the season when the Nets and Steve Nash of a team like, that's trying to win big. Like I don't know, yeah. and, and I think this goes back to Roy that like I don't know, like people keep saying, oh, he like he landed in a great spot with the Nets. No, he didn't. He needs to go into a low pressure situation, and I don't mean Shanghai, but I mean like I don't know, like he needs to go to like the Indiana Pacers. We're like, I don't know. No one is expecting anything from them. And he needs well, – I think he needs to learn how to play basketball again. Yeah, no, like you said, like he needs like, – remember what we talked about before in the past, like the best place for him would be like a Sacramento where nobody cares. Yes, because like, I'm not – I hate to be arrogant because I'm not an arrogant person. I've been right the entire time with Ben Simmons, and I'm not going to – and I'm, st- I'm going to continue. Like I just I, – I just see a guy that just like – I don't know, like – the problem is he knows the what he should do. I just don't think he has the desire to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, see, I don't know if it's a desire thing or just like a mental thing. I think I don't, think, I don't know if mentally he's able to do it. I don't know if it's a desire. I don't know if I'd say desire. 
and still no uh, okay no, no you know what i just don't think he is willing to over like i don't know you see how like guys just literally are just figuratively killing themselves to like get better where like i don't know right. i just don't think he's in that zone where like he wants to break his back trying to like i don't know get rid of like all these like to improve his basketball yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Um, thankfully for Benson, or thankfully for the Sixers. Thankfully he's not on the team, even <laughs> though the Sixers are, like, I don't know. Like, that, no, uh, no. If we got to go, go. Oh, we got to go, we got to go. We got to go, so we got to, you know, no, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, we, we, the Sixers, you have been saved thanks to Ben Simmons because we got to get out of here. We don't have time to talk Sixers. We will talk Sixers and Phillies next week. Hopefully we have a World Series to get to talk about. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. This is Patrick Sertan. When you need a heating and plumbing company that will take it to the house, call Fix-It 24-7. They'll strip your furnace of grime and intercept all the dirt, the primary killer of furnaces. Plus, if you need a new furnace, they have great financing options with no payments or interest for six months. Fix-It 24-7 offers full coverage on all your heating, plumbing, and electrical needs. Go to FixMyHome.com. When you're